Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Live for Wire podcast. Thank you guys for joining us on this Sunday, October 2nd. Today's episode is going to be all about never settling. And this is something that both Chris and I really embody and, and even embodied before we met each other. And, you know, personal development has been a foundation individually, but also collectively in our relationship. And so this episode is just going to help really conceptualize how, you know, we've never settled in our individual lives as well as in our collective lives, you know, as we move forward. And so before we begin, this episode is brought to you by Nash Nutrition. The Nash Bar is made with simple and nourishing ingredients. 20 grams of protein and is naturally sweetened with honey and dates. And one thing that I just have noticed, you know, time after time again, whenever eating the Nash bar before a workout, I just love, you know, how good it makes me feel from an energy standpoint and just gut health standpoint. I know in the past when, you know, I would consume very highly processed protein bars, it just made me feel kind of sick and lethargic, you know, when I was trying to obviously get energized for a lot of my workouts. And so these bars are just so awesome to have on the fly, you know, before my workouts throughout the day when I'm on my feet in the gym. They're just very convenient and I always know deep down that you know they're minimally processed all whole ingredients and really at the end of the day just healthy and so each box of bars are cold pressed daily packaged and made fresh to order in Columbus Ohio and for any first-time customer use our code liferewire10 and you will get 10% off of your entire order so on to today's episode which is episode number 53 never settle and so really guys the whole basis of this podcast is to help you guys never settle for anything less than what you know you want in your own individual life. You know, I feel like a lot of times, we've talked about this many times on the podcast, but you know, over over the course of our lives, you know, it's very easy to just get influenced by all the external things going on around us. And we really can kind of lose ourselves along the way. And I feel like we can get influenced on our decisions, on, you know, our relationship, on our career, on how we like to spend our time, our habits, things like that, our routines. These can all be so heavily influ- influenced by these external factors and and really by the world around us and we want to help you guys get real focused on what it is you really want to get what you really want to get out of this life and out of your own individual life because at the end of the day it's going to look different for everyone everyone's going to you know want their own individual career path to look one way versus the next person everyone's going to have you know their ideal expectations of their relationship and we want to make sure that you guys are doing everything possible to to continue to fight for what you know you deserve and what you know you want in this life and never settling for anything less than that. Exactly. And I always think back to, is it Ed Milet that always says like max out your life? Like we want to truly max out like every area of our life. And obviously we are both entrepreneurs. Like anything we talk about in today's episode, like take what you need. Of course, we know a lot of you are not entrepreneurs or like not in a relationship with two personal trainers and two entrepreneurs. Like We know our situation is very different. Yeah, it's very unique. But I think something that inspired us to do this episode was one of my clients actually messaged me about never settling in careers because obviously we both, Zach and I both went through job transitions and we talked about it on the follow your gut episode. So if you haven't listened to that episode, I highly recommend going back. That one's more career related and this one is more relationship related to not settling. This applies to any area of your life. When you're in a situation that you know is not meant for you, a lot of times we like stay in our comfort zone just because it's all we know. But once you push past that and you drop what is not meant for you and act in alignment with like who you really are, like literally your entire life will change. Like in the past like nine months, we've both gone through situations and transitions where we didn't settle for a situation we were in and look at us now. And obviously to get to where we are in a relationship, we didn't settle for 
previous relationships either. So one thing I do want to kind of preface this episode with is the idea of self-sabotage. In the book, The Mountain Is You, the author, Brianna West, I talked about this in our personal development book episode as well. She talks about how when you reach your upper limit of like happiness or success, this applies to your fitness too. When you reach like a plateau of your weight loss, a lot of times I see it with clients and I've seen it with myself too. When I break past a certain weight, in order to push past it, I have to like get through a sticking point and almost every time I I self-sabotage with nutrition or with like eating because we don't believe we are capable of the success or the progress that we're trying to achieve. And the same happens in relationships. A lot of people, I'm sure you hear it on, there's a lot of like toxic podcasts out there about relationships and all all these things. But a lot of times when you're in a situation that feels like too good to be true, you self-sabotage it and have these old behaviors that didn't serve you because you don't believe that you deserve this good thing. Because you're reaching the upper limit of your comfort zone and it's uncomfortable for a reason. It's because you're pushing past this upper limit. And in order to push past it, you have to like pull back and recognize that self-sabotage is happening. Because if I had self-sabotaged my relationship with Z, we would not be here today. So I think that once I like sat back and like did the personal development and realized like these things I needed to be self-aware of and recognize my patterns, did the PD, once we met, it all just took off. Yeah. So we're going to talk about like the PD we did on our own before, like the non-negotiables that we established and then kind of how we work on our relationship now, because obviously I coach a lot of women, that coaches a lot of men and you guys are all in relationships too, for the most part. And I feel like a lot of things we do behind the scenes we don't share and we're like, oh, this is like different. Like it's unique that we do these things, but it feels so normal to us that we don't speak on it that much. So we're going to talk about like what we do to nurture our current relationship. Like once you don't settle, you still have to put in the work in your relationship. You can't just like expect it to be happy-go-lucky all the time. You have to put in the work. Yeah, that goes with your career, your relationship, anything that you're applying this topic to, your fitness, it it all, you know, works together. Mm -hmm. Once you stop settling, get out of your comfort zone, you still have to put in the reps to maintain that progress or that thing that you achieved. So I'll go into my personal development background before meeting Z. I was big on love languages and I always have been basically just like learning the love languages of my friends, my family, and my significant other. And like literally right, well, before I met Zach, I read the book. I was going to say right when we met, but I'm fast forwarding through the work I did on my own. So I read the book. I've listened to podcasts and I recognized what my love languages were. So I knew like when I got in a relationship, this is how my significant other can fill up my tank is what it's called. Like if you're not in tune with a love language testing and book, basically a lot of relationships fail because the love tank of your significant other is empty because you're not loving them in their love language. You're loving them in your love language. So if like my love language is quality time and someone else's love language is gifts and they're just giving me gifts and spending zero time with me, like I'm going to feel lonely. It's going to, you're going to feel resentful because like they're just not getting it. Like the communication's not there. So love languages are super important. So I read that book. I journaled a lot. Like I was like vision boarding, writing goals, like what I want my future to look like. And that's with relationships and career and fitness and just overall what I was not willing to settle for. And then I also read a ton of personal development books that I've talked about quite a bit. And I actually have them linked in my bio on Instagram as like freebies. I have a beginner PD book, which was like the first season of life, like before I met Zach. The second PD book rec list is like what helped me not settle my career recently. So two different seasons of life. And I think those PD books helped me in different ways. And then I also went even further and this is kind of extreme, but for a lot of women that I coach, this is really helpful if you go through like a breakup or you are in that season of life where you're like everyone around me is in relationships. Like I'm the only single one, like kind of playing the victim, like you need to look inward and like become the one for yourself before you try and like meet somebody. Cause if you meet someone and you're not good on your own, it's not going to last, honestly. So this course, I actually I think it was an Instagram ad. It was this Instagram I followed for like women rising is what it's called. 
And it's a course where you honestly look at your like relationship patterns, like how you grew up, like your upbringing does affect how you are and your attachment style and your love languages and all these things, whether we believe it or not. And it has you write down non-negotiables. And I actually found this notebook when we were moving in together like last year. And I was like cleaning out my journal, my bookshelf so we could combine everything. And I found this list of things. And like, I'm not kidding. I think I had 20 non-negotiables and Zach checked every single one. So like literally like the probably the month before we met, I was doing this course and I wrote these non-negotiables. Then when I met Zach, I was like, this is it. And so I knew that my non-negotiables were going to come in handy because I knew I wouldn't settle for less than this. Boom, here he is. So when you know what you want and you have that self-awareness and you have those non-negotiables, then it's much easier to create a strong foundation. And like Christina said, you know, when you do the individual work, it segues perfectly into that ideal relationship or that ideal life that you guys are ultimately trying to live. And that's kind of like, you know, you guys are going to hear from both of us. And especially with my story too, you know, it started with us working on ourselves first. You know, that's, that's really where the personal development journey started. You know, when I was transitioning out of being a collegiate athlete, my sister, Megan, who is also a trainer, you know, she's very heavily into personal development herself. And I know that, you know, one of the first things you know, one of the first ways that I really got into personal development was Megan actually bought me one of Lewis Howe's books because obviously he was a former athlete um, turned entrepreneur, has his own podcast. And so reading his book really kind of opened my eyes to, you know, this, the difficulty and the adversity that would go through that transition of being a former athlete as you're transitioning kind of to your, your new thing or your new purpose or what you're going to basically now focus your life toward and really listening to his story, reading his story and consuming a lot of his content and information, it really, you know, kind of started my personal development journey. That was kind of like my foot in the door. And I just started to really reach out and look at different books from, you know, James Clear, Ryan Holiday, some of these, you know, personal development gurus that have phenomenal books. And I just was engulfing myself in this information because I feel like for a while, kind of like we talked about in the beginning of this podcast, as I was transitioning out of that experience of being an athlete, you know, I feel like I kind of lost that sense of identity or kind of lost myself along that journey where I really didn't know, you know, who I was deep down. You know, I was always identified as the collegiate athlete, as the athlete growing up my whole entire life. And that transition was, was very difficult for me. And I really did have to, you know, kind of find a new sense of self. I really had to find out like, who who really is Zach at the source? You know, what, what do I enjoy doing? You know, what, what parts of my personality do, you know, I really need to lean into when it comes to, you know, my career and what I'm doing to feel, you know, purpose and fulfillment and in, in what I'm doing on a daily basis. And so that's really what sparked, you know, my personal development journey. And I found that, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of people in my immediate life practicing these things, talking about these things, you know, really, it was kind of like my sister and some some other mentors that I looked up to, but really, you know, not a whole lot of people were embracing some of these topics, you know, of personal development that I was really wanting to lean into more. And so I kind of had to create my own circle. I had to create my own, you know, people around me that were that were feeding this kind of information into my ear for me to be able to make these changes and start making these changes in my own life. And so, you know, by surrounding my people or surrounding myself with these people, you know, who were speaking about these topics of personal development, it really did motivate me to start making changes and start really reflecting on, okay, what do I, what do I really want my life to look like? What do, what do I want my day to day to look like? Because I knew throughout that transition, I knew the life I was living was not aligned with, you know, what I really wanted out of this life. And I think that that's what a lot of us can kind of get lost in is, you know, we get caught up in kind of living this life around other people's expectations and society's expectations that we really kind of lose ourselves. And Mm -hmm. I really find that personal development is our way to stay aligned 
Personal development is our way to continue practicing um, that self-discovery, you know, finding out, you know, what do we really enjoy doing? What do we not like doing? You know, what what do we enjoy in our relationships or what are, how do we create values? How do we create these routines and habits like our, the whole idea of personal development is, is almost kind of like our compass rose to help us figure out, mm -hmm. you know, who we really are down at the source and how we can live a life that is aligned with who we are deep down. And I think that, you know, as I started doing that, you know, obviously fast forward several years and, you know, Christina came along and I really feel like doing all of that work and doing all of that personal development to work on myself made me the kind of man that I needed to be for someone like Christina. Yeah. And as you're talking, it was bringing me back to these memories of where all of this kind of tied in. So I'll give you guys a little background. We were, when we first met, I was like trying to figure out a way to DM Zach because like just from the looks of it, these non-negotiables I had in my head, which are what we're going to talk about next. Like I was looking for someone who did personal development, who wasn't surface level, like in conversation, who also like cared about his family and Zach has two sisters. So like upon looking at Zach's Instagram, I'm like, okay, he has two sisters. He like was posting personal development. He was posting at the gym. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the man for me. So then I was like, next time you post something on his Instagram, I'll reach out. So I shot my shot, but in such a corny way, but I'll admit it. So he had a picture with Lewis Howes, actually. Ironically, because that's who I was literally just talking about right now. I know, that's what made me think of this. So he had a picture of Lewis Howes, like his sister was in town, they ran into him in Columbus because he does a conference here every year. And I just like message it to him because I'm like, oh, I want him to know like I care about personal development. I know who Lewis House is. So I DM'd him the picture of him and Lewis House and was like, oh my gosh, how did you meet Lewis House? Like, I'm so jealous. And then the conversation just kept going from there. But that's literally the first DM I ever sent to Zach was about personal development. So shoot your shot. There's your examples that it works and also um when we met for coffee the first time like after we had a conversation on instagram we like met at the gym talked for hours i'm like okay he checked my next box of a non-negotiable which was like deep conversations like we talked about literally everything for like three hours on the treadmill at the gym like we went at the same time talked forever and i left and was talking to my mom because i had talked to her about like how i want somebody who's personal development who is like not surface level and i left the gym and was like i'm in trouble like i just met i think my future husband and we both have a similar story of this but when we went for coffee the first time we were sitting down and he was talking about how personal development rewired his brain that's literally where the life rewired i think we told this story on our previous podcast but that's where like the whole podcast stemmed from was the life rewired this personal development rewired your brain. So that was like a green flag. You know, you're looking for red flags in a person. You're looking for green flags. And these are all the green flags that are popping up for Zach for me in real time as it pertains to personal development. So I wanted to share that before I go into my other non-negotiables. Like I said, someone who does personal development on their own and like is always leveling up because a lot of times I see it in relationships where like one person's leveling up and the other person is not. One person may be afraid that you're going to outgrow them and the other person is outgrowing them and it's really difficult to like reach your full potential when you feel like someone's pulling you back. So when we were both leveling up and I saw that in him, I'm like, okay, we're going to take off. And this actually reminds me of, of, I think it was a TikTok I saw recently. It was this therapist, a relationship therapist. And I told Zach this when we were talking about this podcast and it like is the perfect way to describe it. You're either going to be in a relationship with a hurdle or a springboard. And this therapist was saying how for entrepreneurs, like <laughs> as silly as it sounds, the best business decision you can make is dating or marrying a springboard versus a hurdle because you're always going to be like taking care of someone or like tending to their needs and like making yourself small to not outgrow them if they're not into personal development or growing or just leveling up with their fitness or career or relationship. Or you're going to be with a springboard, which you can tell just from looking at us, like since we met, 
both of our careers took off, both of our fitness goals took off, like our personal development, every area of our life just like took off because we're both springboards for each other. So think about that when you're looking for somebody to get into a relationship with, like are they a springboard or are they a hurdle? And the example she gave in this TikTok was like a woman did a TikTok and was like, I'm going to stop cleaning up after my husband for one month and see if he notices. And like, you shouldn't be like mothering your significant other. You want it to be like equal. So one of my other non-negotiables was like someone who matched my energy. And in real time, it's like you're a springboard. We match each other's energy, like how we care about each other. Not one person cares about the other. Like it's equal. It's just everything is reciprocated. The way we take care of each other, the way that we just love each other, getting my feels. But (laughs) also like someone who cares about their health and Obviously, you can tell from looking at Zach and hearing from him that he does mentally and physically. And then also someone who's a family man. I really wanted that. And I think that you ladies out there, if you are looking for non-negotiables, write down a man who has sisters because they know how to (laughs) treat a woman. So those are my non-negotiables. Like I said, I had like 20. Like I wanted someone who like knew the things about me basically. So there's a lot more to it. But those are like the main ones I was looking for. Yeah, and I love that Christina uses that springboarding analogy because that's really what made Christina stand out to me too, you know, when we first met was the fact that, you know, she was a individual that was very much so, you know, focused on growth. You know, you were very focused on, you know, your career. We both were talking about, you know, our long-term vision, our long-term goals, you know, they very much so were very, very in alignment with, you know, kind of what I wanted out of life, what you wanted out of life. And those things kind of just made sense. You know, they really did make sense. And I think, you know, for a lot of us out there, we're constantly like searching, you know, for that new relationship, like who who's the individual I can find who's best for me. But it's like, you need to figure out how you can be the best individual for that future someone because you will attract them and you will be ready for that individual, you know, when they come up and show up in your lives. And I always joked around too in the past, like with family and friends and stuff, I was always like, you know, I will probably drive a girl insane unless she's like into fitness like I'm into, she eats like I do. So just so happens, you know, obviously Christina checked all those boxes too. And then obviously, you know, she's absolutely beautiful. Must eat a lot of protein. (laughs) Yeah, must eat a lot of protein. (laughs) But she is also very beautiful, obviously. So, um, but her personality obviously shined much much brighter than you know her looks and that's really what stood out to me too and that growth mindset is really is really everything because I think you know like Christina said a lot of people kind of just stop that journey but you know we both when we met each other kind of realized that this gonna this was gonna be special because we both did embrace that growth mindset individually and then we both knew through talking and through you know sharing our long-term visions and kind of what we were working toward and working on in the present that those were very much so in alignment and that we both did have you know, a growth mindset for the future that we wanted to get out of this life. And, you know, we, we both have helped each other, I think, along the way, you know, stay, stay on track toward that vision, too. And so, yeah, we kind of wanted to go into specific things that, you know, we do now to help continue to grow together. Because like Christina said, no matter, you know, what phase of life you're in, what journey you're going through, you know, it's a constant, it's always going to be constant, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's never going to be something where, you know, you're done, and you can shake it off, you can just, you know, leave it behind, you know, this is always something that we're going to be working on on continually day in and day out. Um, And that's the beauty of it. You know, it's something that we always have to kind of cherish. And we talk about that all the time. Like we're grateful for the process and we're grateful for the growth, you know, because we both Mm -hmm. are learning things individually and collectively that we otherwise wouldn't. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh, my feelings. Um, We'll go into what we do together to continue to grow. We can just kind of like alternate, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, Number one is like our morning routines together. I think when 
I thought about like a future. I was like, okay, I'm always going to be doing personal development. My morning routines and like doing these things are really important to me, but being able to do it alongside someone is just like, it hits different. I will just say that it is really cool in the morning to be able to meditate together, do personal development and express our gratitude. Like we'll be writing in our journals and just say like, Hey, I'm really grateful for you. Like when we always say it, like, or we'll text each other when we're working out like daily gratitude, you know, and it's just different to express it in those ways like verbally when you're doing your morning routines together or just texting them like hey I'm grateful for you which is one of the things we're going to talk about later but doing that morning meditation together is a really great way for us to bond first thing in the morning Mm -hmm. and then next we have cooking dinner together and this is something that's really special we actually started doing this like unintentionally when we first started dating and and hanging out where you know we kind of just tag team this thing together and and really kind of help each Mm -hmm. other make each dinner every night. And it's really cool because we're very present. We're able to spend time together, catch up on the day. Um, We we typically aren't on our phones much during that time period. And I think that this just speaks volumes to kind of how we tag team things. So I think, you know, if you're in a relationship or, you know, maybe you're struggling with a partner or maybe things are going well, regardless, you know, really, really view it as teamwork, you know, because that's really how Christine and I kind of attack and approach a lot of the things in our lives where like, we really are a team, you know, if, if you didn't pick up slack in certain areas, or I didn't pick up slack in certain areas, you know, obviously, we'd be very stressed there, we'd have so much on our plate. And I, I mean, I just think back to even when I started training, like spending like super long hours in the gym, and, and you were like, always hanging out with the dogs at home and taking care of the dogs. So like, you really kind of picked up the slack there. And I don't know, you know, what I would have done without that. And so you guys got to really like view each other as a team, you know, mm-hmm. you really are a team. And the more you guys can kind of complement each other and, you know, the one one person can lean into their strengths, the other person can lean into their strengths and you can kind of, you know, complement one another, you know, that really sets a, a really good situation for the two of you. Yeah. And to give you guys some examples too, because I've recommended this to clients before. And if your significant other is like not a good cook or like they don't know what to do in the kitchen, like depending on what we make, we eat the same thing for like two months at a time probably for dinner so like if Zach crushes a shrimp like he's on shrimp duty and I cut up all the vegetables like even if you're not a good cook like you can cut the veggies make the quinoa in the microwave cut up tomatoes and weigh out the food and then Zach just like crushes the shrimp we pour it on top and we're done and I'll just be like let me know when I gotta tap it and like Zach will be making the shrimp and when it's like almost done I'll come and chop everything up so like one of you who's like really good at cooking like whether that's the protein source or like making the sides like just like tag team it and Also to give an example about how we like match each other's energy or like we are there for each other is like that season of life you talked about where you were like training in person like 6 a.m. to like noon and then going to your other job from like I don't even know that or till 7 p.m. like Like, literally two to seven straight to the other job and working till 7 p.m. like I would make like we were on a big beef kick at this time (laughs) we were making like beef in like sides and stuff and I'd have it ready when you got home and you'd pick up a and go home go to sleep but like if I was just chilling and like, oh, see you later, have, have a good dinner, right. have a good night, you'd like be hangry, come home. And we just wouldn't have had that time to like eat dinner together before we went separate ways, like before we lived together. And then same with me, like if I have a late phone call, like we both have client calls like late in the evening sometimes. So if I'm on a call at like 6 p.m., we'll, we'll talk to each other and be like, hey, what time are we both done with meetings tonight? Do we have a 30 minute gap? Sometimes we both have evening calls and it's like really late or it's an early dinner or it's like 30 minutes between both of our calls. And that's just the life of an entrepreneur. It's not the same every day, mm-hmm. but depending who has a late call, like I'll make the entire dinner. You'll make the entire dinner. So it's not perfect every single night, but we always like eat together off our phones and catch up. So we do that in the morning. We do that at night. We kind of book end our day with quality time. And before I go into the next one, oh, it actually is staying off your phones and being present. But that's because we know each other's love language. Like quality time is a big one. So you can see like spending our morning routines together and dinner together makes sense for us. But if you and your partner's relationship, like love language is something different. 
take what you need as always. But ours is also words of affirmation. That's why like expressing gratitude is important. And like cooking dinner and talking and catching up on our day is important too. So just staying off your phone is like one of the simplest ways to like strengthen your relationship. You know, those couples at dinner when you're out to eat and they're on their phones the entire time, like there's a reason. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> but there's a reason why. So you can go to the next one, which is actually, which is actually date nights. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so we really value these. I mean, we have fun with it. You know, you guys obviously choose, choose an activity you enjoy. Obviously we love, we love eating. <laughs> we love eating and spicy new, marks. <laughs> yeah, eating and, and having the occasional spicy mark. But we, we love just scoping out new restaurants mm-hmm. and finding, you know, places that we haven't been to before. And we really value those date nights where we can not only eat really good food, but be very present together. You know, once again, kind of reflect on how far we've come. I feel like we always just like kind of reflect when we have these date nights too. So not only does it, you know, really bring us to that present moment, but I think it really offers us just perspective. And and I think you do a good job of that too. Christina always reminding me of kind of, you know, where we started to where we are at now and kind of everything we've done along the way. And just, you know, all of the compounding efforts over time, it's so important to reflect back. And I think that perspective is just so huge. And I know we're going to be talking about gratitude next, but I feel like perspective can really just open our eyes up to what we have. And I think it's so easy nowadays to slip into that lack mindset where it's like, you know, I wish I had this, or I wish I had that. And it's like, just if you guys ever feel yourself caught up in that, where you're constantly comparing or you're, or you're wishing you're somewhere else that you're not right now, you know, really try to bring yourself back to that present moment and just think about, you know, those things you are grateful for and have that perspective of, you know, how far you have come because, you know, it's like, it's like the old saying is, is where, you know, you, you would, you prayed about the things that you have now. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, really take that time to have that bigger perspective and that bigger outlook on life because I think that's so important to really avoid that whole idea of what we lack Mm because it's very easy to slip into. It is. And the grass is not always greener on the other side. It's greener where you water it. And like these things we do to grow together is like watering our relationship consistently. Mm -hmm. And gratitude is one of the best ways to do that. And so we'll walk the dogs every night. Like we have these routines that we didn't like set up. Like this is our schedule for the day as a couple. Like it just happens. Yeah. Yeah, When we moved in together, it happened. Like we wake up together, we go to bed together. So like we will walk the dogs before we go to bed. Obviously, we have two Huskies, if you don't know. So we do a lot of walks. We only post them like every day. Yeah. <laughs> and then we will talk on those walks. So like we'll just, we, I don't know. I think you said it one day. We were just like walking. It was like beautiful. out. These fall walks are just amazing. And you were like, let's just share like one thing we're grateful for every day. And like, I was like, okay, let's talk about one thing we can improve on for the next day. So those are like the two questions we ask each other when we're walking. Like we'll say well, what was amazing about the day, like what our favorite part was. And it can be something so simple, like catching up with someone or like a win of a client or like one of our our own and then what we can improve for the next day and that constant like conversation is just different than just like complaining about the day or like gossiping like I feel like you can slip into like those negative habits if you really let yourself so we will literally just like express gratitude plan for the day go over our schedule for the next day too that communication is also very key when we're going on those nighttime walks but that's one of our later habits. So I'll let you get into the next one. (laughs) No. And I think that the gratitude is just so crucial too. That's why that, you know, we like to practice it not only as something that we practice vocally, but also something that we physically write down literally every single day. It's kind of like what we talked about before on previous podcasts, where just that constant practice of writing those things down, writing those things down, really train your subconscious to reflect on those things when you're not having the best day or things aren't going so well. I find myself always doing that, you know, reflecting back on those three things that I'm always writing down or now even like four and five things I'm writing down, kind of like Christina motivated me to do to, you know, write a few more things and write why we're grateful for those things. And it really does start to train you to, to reflect on those things at a subconscious level. And so mm-hmm. our next point was really kind of getting to know each other more when we're at 
you know, date nights or we're spending time together where, you know, we're not just sitting there, like Christina said, on the phone. And so what is that game that you use? Or <laughs> This is going to sound so corny, but it was really cool. It's called We're Not Really Strangers, the intimate version. So this is four couples. There's like level one, level two and level three questions so like level one's kind of like more surface level level two is like deeper conversation level three and it's just like honestly we found it on check but it actually comes in a card deck and there's one on amazon <laughs> that i actually have in my cart i might buy and there's a ton of like relationship just literally search relationship card deck on amazon and you'll find like we're not really strangers intimate version or this one but we were at dinner and i'm like let's see if someone made it on quizlet it was quizlet um <laughs> if you guys didn't use that in college look it up but it's basically like a flash card website where you can log in with like your school website and we logged in and someone made the entire deck into a quizlet so we sat there at dinner we were getting like Marg's shocker and Mexican and we just sat there and asked these questions and they were questions we wouldn't have asked otherwise like what are your top three love like we know each other's love languages but it says like what are three ways I can love you in each love language so like if I'm ever like oh I feel like there's a disconnect like Zach's having a bad day I can look at this list we like literally took it out on our phones and wrote down like what the other person said so if you said it was like acts of service like just like making coffee or taking the boys out is going to help you on a stressful day now I always have that in my back pocket to pull out and fill up his love tank but if we never played this game we, I wouldn't have said like hmm Zach how can I love you in these three love languages on a bad day but they were questions like what's something I've never thought to ask you that like right no one knows about you. It's just like and, it's, deep and it might questions. sound silly, but it really does kind of spark that conversation of deeper things you wouldn't otherwise bring up, and it just really helps with that communication and being once again, you know, open and, and just on the same page with everything. Yeah, and it was fun. Like I loved doing those games when we were yeah. done. I was sad, so I'm gonna buy the other deck now. <laughs> the next one is um, in business. Obviously, you guys can tell from this podcast, like we do this together, but like we have our separate coaching businesses. We always support each other and encourage one another. Like taking big leaps, like both of us did career transitions this year. We always support each other and like hype each other up. We always help each other out. Obviously, we're in the same field, so like if I learn something that can help Zach or he learns something that can help me, we always exchange that knowledge and just like lift each other up and like go on coffee dates we're going to work together after this and work on our client programs for the week so it's just fun to like be supportive with each other even if your partner's not in entrepreneurship and you are or like the opposite if you live if you work a corporate job and they do not like you can still support them and just like be there for them be a team even if you're not in the same career field and this is where i think you know doing the individual work is is so very important because if you if you're individually kind of unhappy and unfulfilled in what you're doing and say your partner maybe isn't you know they're doing something where they do feel very fulfilled that's kind of i mean we experienced that for a little bit where Mm -hmm. you know you were doing what you loved and what you were fulfilled by i wasn't at the time but i am now um but why that's why it's so important to do that individual work because i feel like some of those insecurities or some of those negative emotions and that negative energy that the one individual might feel you know could definitely wear off on the other other individual you know maybe Mm -hmm. subconsciously or without them even realizing it i know that you know early on i I know i felt very conflicted and sometimes you know i even think i told you you know early on in our relationship i felt so like i felt like i had to get out of that situation because i couldn't even show up to be the person i wanted to be for you you know individually myself by because I was so held back by the feelings of how I was acting and how I felt during that corporate job and you know when that left me and I was and I well when I left it mm-hmm. <laughs> and transitioned into this and I was just so much more clearer and, and so much more aligned you know in my life I felt like I could then show up different for you um, in all other areas of life and that's really what I wanted I remember when I was very conflicted during that time cause I used to tell you that yeah um, that communication is also key because like if you would have held that in like it could have it was like very early on in our relationship. It could have like exactly. doomed us, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so it's good that I, you know, did that individual work to get myself out of a situation that I knew could, like you said, 
could have negatively impacted us long term. And so, you know, that's where you guys really kind of have to, you know, focus in on that individual work, you know, as, as well as that collective work, because they do go hand in hand. Yeah. And if, so, if you're in a relationship and someone is unhappy in their job or like wants to take the leap, like honestly, it's just like supporting them and being there for being them. There. Yeah. It's so important. That's something else I wanted to add to that, but it'll come back to me. Um, but communication, obviously, with all these we've mentioned is so key. And this is in all areas. Like we communicate about our fitness goals, about our schedules. Like if there's a disconnect, like you guys don't get to spend a lot of time together. Like if someone works night shift and someone works day shifts, like find those pockets of time where you do get to spend time together. But if you don't communicate your schedule, then how would we ever know? Like our schedules are different every single day. Like his training in person, my meetings online, like I do in person. Like we both are all over the place. And also social events. Like if you communicate like your schedule, and like your plan for the week it just helps you be on the same page and aligned the entire week this also applies to budget um i think this is important to add we both work work with stacia obviously we've done a whole episode with her and i think something that really helps us stick to our budgets is we'll communicate like i have x amount for like a date night i have this amount like we have our same amount for like groceries and restaurants and if we were like let's go on a date night but we're both like oh shoot it's end of the month we're both outside of our budget, like, let's just eat in and watch a movie. Like, that still is a perfect date night, like, for us. Like, we watched Hocus Pocus and cooked and had an amazing dinner in on Friday night and then went out Saturday. But if we didn't communicate that, we'd both be, like, overspending and, like, unhappy and anxious and stressed about our finances. And obviously, we're, like, getting married. We are, you know, we have so many things to plan for in the future, so our budget is important to us. And when we communicate that, I think it helps us be on the same page. So if you're not able to communicate even about, like, finances or just, like, these small things, like... Definitely you're unhappy work. in your career like it's something you need to work on yeah work at it yeah because mm-hmm. it's not easy you know some of these th- some of these conversations and some of these things we're talking about you know it, it might not be comfortable but long term it's going to pay off you know you're gonna yeah. you're gonna wish you would have you know reflecting back and looking back you know if longer if long-term issues kind of start to arise you know it's something that you guys really should work on you know right now start focusing on ways that you can better communicate that you guys can better you know really kind of just tag team the day-to-day chores the day-to-day activities that are challenging you know hard to keep up with and like we said you know you you guys are a team at the end of the day and i really view you know christine and i as a team and so that's where you know the last point we have is like you know really just talking highly of your partner and respecting them you know that's something i'm always saying how christine is a badass and how she's (laughs) she's taught me so many things and continues to teach me so many things and we kind of you know have that reciprocative relationship now where we can really feed off of one another and you know help each other out we we obviously hype each other up you know when when and where we can you know the most and so so yeah definitely uh you know use that respect that you have for your partner and let them know you know really let them know you know i respect you i i I see what you're doing you know i really do you know respect your efforts here respect your efforts there it goes back to you know not only expressing that gratitude but communicating it really hits all cylinders mm-hmm. yeah and you guys can tell just from this podcast like that's what inspired this whole episode was one of my clients was like the way you guys talk about each other is like something everyone deserves and like obviously we both didn't settle for things that weren't meant for us that's and it's we not found phony. each other the shit's real. yeah no we're not putting on a show at all but like you should really talk highly of your partner i think that i've heard this in like the relationship courses i've done before even like if you talk negatively about your partner like to your girlfriends or like to anyone like if you have something to to say to be honest like talk to your partner and work through it because that negativity it festers and it's going to create like a negative shadow on your relationship so always talk highly of your partner and we do it just naturally because we like admire and look up to each other so much and just have so much love for each other if you guys can tell (laughs) um but just talk very highly yeah of your partner and it really does like build their confidence like when zach says that stuff on the episode i'm like wow i can like literally do anything like i can take on the world and that's the kind of energy you every woman deserves um 
but one thing I would do, it came back to me that I wanted to add about communication and supporting each other and encouraging each other is when you were going through transitions before, I'm like such a fixer. Like I want to give you a solution. I want to give you a solution and solution and like fix things. And sometimes you're like, I don't need you to solve it. I just need you to listen. And so like if your partner's going through a situation where like you don't have the answers, like you don't need to have the answers. You just need to listen <laughs> and just support them. Like just be there to listen. And you can also ask, I've heard in podcasts too, for people who are fixers, like say like, do you want me to help you solve this or do you just want me to listen? Like you can even ask. That way like you're not getting in these like tiffs or anything. Like not that we do, but I've seen it before in other relationships. So just like communicate, be there for them and just honestly listen. That's all you gotta yeah. do. I gotta do two ears, one mouth. Yes. Listen more, <laughs> talk less. <laughs> That's something I'm working on. I'm always like, I have a solution. I have an idea. And you're just like, you just gotta listen. <laughs> <laughs> but we wanted to give you guys all these tools and resources so that you guys do not settle in your relationships. Mostly, obviously, this whole episode was about relationships. I think that we haven't talked about this enough on the episode. We talk or on the episodes of the podcast. We talk about fitness. We talk about careers. We talk about personal development all the time but now you can see truly how you do one thing is how you do everything like we're putting in the work we're laying the foundation we have our non-negotiables where have you guys heard that before in every fitness episode we've ever done so this applies to all areas and we see it coaching people all the time when you stop settling in your fitness then they shed a job that's not meant for them then they shed a relationship that's not for them they move across the country like I've had clients go through all three of those things in the first six months of coaching just because once you set that standard for yourself of like, this is my high potential that I have for myself and you see what you can achieve. You do not settle for anything less than that because it feels like so good. So when you develop these non-negotiables in your relationships, your career, your friendships, over time, you will literally stop settling in all areas and achieve what you're truly capable of. Boom. <laughs> Zach was like chanting. I'm no, it's real. It's real, guys. Never settle. Life's way too short. That's right. Max out your life. Ed Milet. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening. We loved recording this episode. Be sure to leave a five-star review. Subscribe. Helps us more than you guys know. We love doing this podcast so much. But as you guys know, like this is a hobby that supplements our careers. So like we love to do this for you guys. And we'd love to see what you guys want to hear more of. And the reviews, the five stars. Give us a rating. And also share this on your Instagram with your main takeaway and tag myself. Zach actually has a new Instagram. Why? Yeah, I do. Go ahead and follow my new Instagram account at everyday athlete training i almost said life rewired podcast just out of habit <laughs> but we'll put that in the show notes so you guys can tag all three of the accounts and we will see you guys next week peace out guys